0: Every day of my life I'm not trying to take the most powerful pictures. I don't I don't try to take powerful pictures. They just happen as a byproduct of like being fully embodied and intentional and connected with this knowing that you have inside of you. When you're in a session and you're looking through that lens and you're really witnessing the people in front of you, are you thinking about how you wish you had a different camera or how you wish you took this class that you didn't take and you don't know what to do or are you truly sitting there with every single day of your life that you have lived thus far and with all of your experiences, with all of the parts of you coming together in this one magical entity of you and looking through this square and seeing what you're seeing. And is that perfectly enough? It's more than enough. That is like one of the most profound things that I can think of. Help Me See is a podcast that redefines the word vision through vulnerable and real conversations. My own private introspective ramblings about the things that I think about in the wee hours of the morning and my deep core belief that your nothingness is your everything and all you have to do is see. I'm Bianca Mora, I'm your host, I am an educator, a photographic artist, and I believe that your daily photo habit can be the key to unlocking the ability to be more present in your everyday life and live deeper into your intention and purpose. We're not about the small talk here. Grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. Um, I did not post last week a new episode because I was in Atlanta for work, and I always tell myself, to have low expectations about what I can get done at the end of the night once I get home because it's a long day and yet I always over commit in my mind the stuff I want to get done and then when it doesn't happen I feel an insane amount of anxiety I mean while I was there I'd say I actually almost had like a full-on panic attack like it was starting and I haven't had that in in years, like actually like pins and needles in my hands, like really, really bad. I kept like getting up and going to the bathroom thinking I was going to puke. Like, it's just, (laughs) and I'm so puzzled by it because I, I think I've talked about this before, but there's just this fascination I feel about this idea of how can we know better so deeply "Quote unquote," no better. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? But like, still physically, be so disconnected from from being in the way that you consciously under or cognitively understand. You know, it's like I can tell myself, "I know this is anxiety. I know this is flaring up," but like, it still gets me snowballing and spiraling. Anyway, I'm just bringing that here because I don't know. I felt like, I don't, today I'm not feeling like I have a lot of stuff to talk about that's like super exciting and like motivating. Not that that's ever really a goal, Um, (laughs) but I just feel like talking about being so over this story I'm telling myself about the struggle that I live and the struggle that is just in me. Because at the end of the day, all of the patterns and cycles that we're caught in are just habits. It's really not as deeply ingrained as we feel like they are. Um, through my work in my NLP certification class that I'm in, it's everything that we do, whether it has an outcome that is preferable or not desirable, it's all just a strategy that we have learned and that we are keeping repeating, right? Like everything from hitting the snooze every single morning and not just waking up to um, the habit of performing well under pressure or the habit of um spiraling over X, Y, and Z. Like if you really distill it down and think about when that strategy starts, like when, like what occurs that like triggers this pattern that you're used to. Um, and then when do you leave that strategy? When do you leave that like moment of executing your anxiety or whatever? Um, It's just a habit. Like it's really not something that we cannot be separated from. Um, so it's been really, I think it's flared up for me, like having a deeper understanding about what's going on physiologically and also like linguistically in my mind. Um, it's almost, (laughs) I'm in that phase, you know, that there's this, this progression of like, uh, what do they call it? It's like uh, when you're learning something new or, uh, unaware, unskilled, aware, unskilled, uh skilled aware unaware skilled I, I might be butchering it but it's all about like how once it's like fully integrated once you've mastered something it's like unconsciously oh, that's more of the word like you're unconsciously skilled at it it's just your total embodiment um and in the beginning you don't even know what you don't know um but then there's this part right before being aware and having the skill but it's like more of like you it's not so integrated that it's like the most natural thing for you. The part right before it is a bitch because it's, you are so aware (laughs) of how much left like there is to be desired of like how much you don't know that it can be really um, frustrating and triggering. But I think that that's the biggest phase of growth, right? Is to be aware of how much there is to learn and just letting yourself be open to it. But it's really easy to get really kerfuffled in that, in that place. So because of this, all this that I've talked about um, this month in the nostalgia now membership, the intention that we have, we set an intention every month and this month it's around wholeness. Um, Last month was, around amalgamation. It was like recognizing all of the diverse, dynamic parts of you that play like a symphony and that you take with you in every experience of your life. And like being aware of like all of these different parts that um, might even contradict themselves and most likely do, um, but they're all part of you. So this month it's around wholeness and what what happens this month when you bring with you to every encounter this feeling that you are whole <laughs> there's nothing your interpretation of something based on all of the different parts of you is perfect and it's totally unique and it's a, one of the most special things that exist on the planet because only you process and experience and create in the way that you do literally no one else um, it's kind of a mind fuck if you think about it too hard um and think about how even your existence, like how many things had to happen at exactly the time that they did for you to exist. Uh, Woo! Um, So I'm putting this in the frame of how fascinated I am about my resistance to, am I, I'm almost holding myself hostage With launching certain things, because I'm like, oh, I can see how powerful this would be. So let me just do this first, and then it could be even more of a powerful experience for my students. And then I'll find something else. I'm like, oh, that and that would work with that. It would work with this, and then it would really be powerful. So I really should wait until. And you know what? That is the antithesis of everything I believe and all of the truth and love and purity I find in my process of flow when I'm in a session. When I'm photographing someone, I believe it does not fucking matter what camera I have, what format it is, what lens. I mean, of course I have preferences. Of course, there, as you develop your your specific vision and your taste or whatever, there are things that you prefer, of course. But at the end of the day, unless... I'd say unless you feel very pulled a specific process and that is like a medium, like it's a very different experience if you're doing a medium format, large format photograph um, versus, you know, digital. And if you just don't feel the way you want to feel with the digital, whatever. My point here is you are always perfect and whole in your ability to be present to a situation situation and witness someone and witness the family and take photographs and all of the other shit doesn't matter. So why am I having such a hard time applying what I know deep down in the deepest parts of my bones to be true? Um, Why is it so difficult for me to apply that in life outside of a photo session? It's because there are so many things. There are so many fears that come up when I'm not and that are able to permeate when I'm not in that actual flow like actual flow we all know that experience and it's just the most addictive thing in the world more than my coffee habit um well I mean not really but you know, and it's funny because something I want to share is in, I was in a practice NLP session with a classmate of mine and we were breaking down being in the flow of like what we feel, where we feel the most powerful and the most, um, just in it. And that was me in a photo session. And we were like, okay, but what specifically, what moment is it that you feel the most in flow within the photo session? And what's so funny is that it was, first of all, it was really hard to actually like answer the questions and like go down and down and down and down into the deepest layer and try to like understand when that feeling of flow comes in and when I leave it. Like, because it happens like in a photo session, it's like in and out in and out of flow. At least that's how I experience it. And as we were walking through and like really finding the quote unquote strategy in the flow, I realized that when I am able, sometimes I talk and interact while I'm shooting in and out. Uh, especially like the kids and whatever. But there are many stretches of time where I just go quiet and stop talking and I just get completely engulfed in this witnessing, this seat of consciousness that I go into where it's like, I almost don't really hear. It's like, Charlie Brown. And I realized that the thing that enables me to enter into that deep flow is when I, stop feeling the need to provide um, direction. Not that I don't like providing direction, not that I feel um, troubled by it or whatever. No, but like I realized that when we get to to a point in the session where life just starts happening and everyone that's involved just begins to actually really fully be present and just live and be and I'm able to retreat and stop speaking and contributing in any way and I just am witnessing it that's when I enter this like freaking vortex of. it's like oh oh my gosh like and I just start seeing um it's almost it's like a Pixar movie where like colors and lights and whatever start happening um it's like another world but I was able to isolate that when does that stop when do I exit flow and I'm like, oh, I exit flow when I start to sense that I'm needed in some way. Then I start to sense that like, oh, um, they're coming out of presence and like, maybe we should like shift where we are or like um, think about something else or whatever. So it's like, oh, okay. Well, if I'm able to access the truest parts of myself and I'm able to do And be in a state where the art is inevitable, like the quote-unquote product, whatever, I hate to even say it like that, but like the most important part of the experience happens when I stop feeling all of the feelings around needing to be something for someone. And then I exit when I start feeling needed in some way and who and how val, however valid that is however needed I am it's just my own perception but like isn't that interesting and outside of a photo session it's just a different situation like I don't have a camera to my face where I'm like totally focused in that square that is my horse blinders. And I need horse blinders. I mean, for God's sakes, I spent half my life in a basement because I need darkness (laughs) to focus. Um, But it makes sense that so much other stuff can feel so much more difficult when all the lights are on. Like if I think about it from a basement perspective, it's like, I'm able to see so much more. I'm able to sense and I'm so sensitive to like people's, uh, what's going on for them and um how you know whatever i'm doing might be perceived or like could this hurt someone could uh, could it like offend them um uh you know there's just so many other things that come into play and when i'm too outside of my own truth and too worried about other people it dramatically stalls my creative process and it's Uh, Of course, you know, but it's just so ironic to me how susceptible I feel like I can be in one area of life to that, but completely immune to it in another. (laughs) What can you relate to this? Like, do you, as you're listening to this, are you like, yeah, in this area of my life, it's just magic. In this area of my life, I don't understand um, how I can't apply it. Like cognitively, I understand, but like in my body and in practice. Um, Anyway, so this has just been top of mind. And so as I think about, so in the membership, it's really just taking that intention with you and moving through your month and keeping it in the back of your mind. Um, So that's my goal. It's like, what if everything I approach, everything that I finally want to finish and actually launch, um, despite the fact that I'm, you know, almost done with a course and almost done with a certification and almost, I'm a forever learner. There's so much, I mean, all of us, whether or not we're actually taking formal courses or informal school or not, like we are forever growing and expanding and learning. And what are we going to do? Sit on our hands, our whole life until we feel like the most, perfect version of ourselves That's never going to happen. <laughs> it's just never, um, unless you're extremely narcissistic now. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it. And I use wholeness instead of enough because wholeness feels more profound and more, more like foundational to me. Um, but enough is another version of that. Like, what if I approached this whatever it is, this experience, this project, this product, this service. If I like feeling like I am completely enough, I am enough and I am whole. And yes, like I'm also holding space for the fact that I'm expanding and I'm adding to my toolbox. And I'm like, it can only get better and more enriching. Um, But I'm enough to take action now. And it's, I have a lot to offer right now like what would happen if that's how we were moving through our lives and really that's how the comfort in that is is how i use the photographic practice like every day of my life to take pictures every day of my life i'm not trying to take the most powerful pictures i don't i don't try to take powerful pictures they just happen as a byproduct of like being fully embodied and intentional and connected with this knowing that you have inside of you, regardless of if you have the words for it. I'm not talking about like, if you can recite your artist statement, I don't mean that at all. So that's something that I'm working through right now. But regardless of whether or not I'm working through it, uh, this month's inspired intention is to take action in the knowing that I am whole. So is there something coming up in your month that you're looking at with any sort of trepidation? Um, What if you were to look at that event or that situation or that experience and just have in the back of your mind that I am whole and I'm enough and I am perfectly capable of being in that moment? As I am, there's nothing I need to do. There's nothing I need to accomplish in order to be ready um, to live in that moment. Because here we are where you're sitting, wherever you're sitting, you're walking, where you're listening to this podcast and your whole, your whole self, you know, it's perfect. Balancing a beautiful desire to grow and learn and and integrity and to be as powerful as you can in your life for yourself for others is a beautiful thing but at times it can really truly hold you hostage in your own life in your own body um, and that is something I know all too well and um, yeah not feeling it anymore, not not really wanting to do that, not, not wanting to repeat that pattern and that habit. <sighs> so, what are you taking away from this? What landed for you? What specifically feels like uh, that resonates? What would be different in your life if you knew you were totally enough that you were already perfectly whole what might be different what if you didn't feel like you had to do this first or you know put in the time or the reps here or whatever what would you be doing for my photographer's when you're in a session and you're looking through that lens and you're really witnessing the people in front of you, are you needing to think, are you thinking about how you wish you had a different camera or how you wish you took this class that you didn't take and you don't know what to do? Or are you truly sitting there with every single day of your life that you have lived thus far and with all of your experiences with all of the parts of you coming together in your, this one magical entity of you and looking through this square and seeing what you're seeing and is that perfectly enough some it's, it's more than enough that is like the one of the most profound things that I can think of okay I think that's it for now. I think that's my spiel for today. I, I'm coming to the end of my, uh, neuro-linguistic programming certification and I'm deeply looking forward to weaving in some of the powerful things that I've learned in that, um, in all of my offerings, which what's actually funny is that there's a lot of what I've already put together unknowingly that do fall under that and fall under that umbrella. And that's because the study of NLP is just basically making the unconscious conscious. It's things that we already know about, um, and do and sense on a daily basis, but it's actually just putting some structure around it and under and putting terminology around it. So, um, there's so much of what I've already done that's highly relevant and parallel and actually in sync with that. So, um, I'm going to be going through and, and just kind of more formally integrating the two um, and making them even more powerful. And because guess what? We're able to iterate. We're able to put something out in the world and then make it better and better and better. But no, no change will happen. No growth will happen if you fear even taking the first step because the experience in and of itself is essential to any sort of integration of the learnings that you're getting. Right now I'm on a formal course ban. I am not taking any more anything. (laughs) I am fully committed to finishing um, all of the projects that I have up in the air right now, which are a good amount. Um, that I'm so excited about, but I just haven't committed um the time because i I've, I've had too many distractions and i'm I'm ready I'm ready to go into my basement and really focus in and and do the damn thing so um if you're interested in going on the monthly journey with the nostalgia now membership crew, um it is a very beautiful uh sustainable, effortless integration of all of these awarenesses and all of this heightened consciousness um, in the form of this membership. So we meet once a month. It's a two-hour meeting, one one hour's co-working, um, creating this gorgeous photo memoir template um, that's just for the month that you just had. So taking a night to reflect on the month you had. To make connections through my preferred method of teaching, which is basically self-discovery, empowerment, um, meaning-making guides, where I put um, very specific prompts. And then you read those prompts and then go through your pictures and find a picture that feels resonant to you with that prompt. So that's how we... Reflect on our past month. Uh, understand from a bird's eye view that hindsight 2020 view um, of the meaning that you're choosing to make an assign for the month you've had and decide what you want to leave behind and what you want to take forward with you into the next month. Um, I'm going to be increasing the price on that membership probably in the next few weeks. So if you want to get into that membership under the wire, then feel free to do so. I'm going to be integrating the Manifest Your Memories course that I have uh, with that membership. So the Manifest Your Memories course is a deep dive with harnessing your intentional vision uh, for your life through your photographic practice. And the nostalgia now, like the membership portion is like the integration. It's the practice. It's the keeping it an everyday part of your life so it's something that stays with you. (sighs) Okay, that's it. That's it for today. I hope that you're having a beautiful week. If you are an avid listener to the podcast, uh, I would be so grateful for you to share your your thoughts and maybe a review on the Apple Podcasts. Apparently, that's how more people learn about the podcast is um, through reviews and that's how the algorithm pushes it. So if you feel so inspired to, I would be very grateful and honored if you decided to leave a review. Okay. Off I go to do the work. I'm about to do the work guys. I invite you to do the same. Oh, and then if you, if you want to do the work with me, uh, (laughs) I have a weekly, Uh, co-working space. It's called Photo Yoga. And it's it's for us to connect for an hour, uh, loosen up our photo practice, talk about theory, talk about the technical, ask questions, um, just really have a wide open space to be able to work on the work that you've been avoiding or putting off. Like I like to think of it as the time to edit those pictures that I took like years ago that I have always wanted to play with, but I just never have. Um, so if you're interested in that, then click on the link in the show notes and you can sign up for that. And I send out that zoom link once a week. Okay. All right. That's it. I'll talk to you guys later. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the help me see podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did, and I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review, and honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you and one, I'll probably cry (laughs) and two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.